Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for December 1st, 2023, the, the first day of the last month of 2023. At the beginning of this year, I started a series on the miracles of Jesus, and we went through every miracle, and I pray that you enjoyed that. I know I did. A lot of people did. Actually, one of our brothers that's watching right, right now, Matt, he joined today's word later in the year. He actually went back and watched all the miracles. Man, praise God. And it blessed him. Well, after we finished teaching on the miracles, we started teaching on the parables. I'm still in that. And so I'm going to try to get as much done before I take my break. I'm going to probably end December 18th and then take my Christmas break. So between now and December 18th, we'll cover whatever we can cover. This is part 108 of the parables, 108 messages on the parables. I hope you, you've been enjoying it. The title of today's message is something I, I, I think about all the time because I know that Isabella and I have a testimony. Glory to God. The title is The Distance Traveled Matters. Put this in the chat. The Distance Traveled Matters. It matters how far you've come with God. It does matter. Subtitle, When God Has Brought You a Mighty Long Way. Oh, glory to God. God, I don't know about you, but God has brought me a mighty long way. Put in the chat, God has brought me a mighty long way. I've come a mighty long way. The distance traveled matters. Get ready for the word. All right. So listen, the distance travel does matter. At the end of the day, you got to think about what God has done for you and how you've come a mighty long way. So let's get into the message. Before we do, we've been looking at Psalms 126 and verse four all year. So this is something we've been meditating on because I believe that at our church, we believe this is a season of refreshing and restoring for us. When we get into 2024, we'll have a different focus. So because of that, all year we've been meditating on this verse and the Bible says, now, Lord, do it again. Say, Lord, do it again. Do it again for me. Restore us to the former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. Put in the chat, no dry areas for me. We don't want any area of our life to dry up. And if, if you do have an area of your life that's dried up, this is a season for the Lord to refresh you again. So yesterday we looked at Luke chapter 7, verses 36 through 43. Let's go to that again. And I'm dealing with the distance travel matters. So, excuse me, the Bible says one of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him. So these guys, the Pharisees, were against Jesus. They didn't like what Jesus was doing. Jesus was disrupting their status quo. And one of these guys had the, the guts to invite Jesus over to his house for dinner. And so Jesus took the invitation. Normally he wouldn't do it, but he did. And so he went and he sat down at the Pharisee's house. Now, there was a sinful woman in that town. Everybody knew she was a sinful woman. And when she knew that Jesus was at the Pharisee's house, she actually went to the house and she said, I want to see Jesus. And she brought with her an expensive perfume that was in an alabaster box. And she fell down at Jesus's feet crying. And then she began to wash his feet with her tears. And she dried his feet with her hair. Cece Winans sings this song, You Don't Know the, the Price of the Oil, in my alabaster box, talking about this woman. She kissed his feet many times and rubbed his feet with the perfume. And when the Pharisee saw what was happening in his own house, he thought to himself, well, 
If this man was a prophet, he would know that the woman that's touching him is a sinner. In response, Jesus said to the Pharisee, now the Pharisee didn't say it out loud. He just thought it, but Jesus knew his thoughts. And so Jesus said something to the Pharisee he says, Hey, Simon, I got something to say to you. He said, oh, oh, let me hear it. Teacher. He says, let me tell you a story. There were two men. Both of the men owed money to the same banker. Now one owed 500 silver coins. Another translation says that was like $100,000. The other owed 50 silver coins. Another translation says that was like $10,000. And both men didn't have the money to pay their debt, but the banker forgave both men of the debt, debt cancellation. Who do you think would be more appreciative of that? Simon said, well, I think it would be the one who owed the most money. So I like to think about, I say it all the time, the distance traveled matters. In other words, you're saying like the guy who owed a lot is going to appreciate or be thankful more than the guy who owed little. And so here you have a situation where Jesus is in Simon's house. This lady is crying at his feet. This lady is pouring out an expensive oil on his feet from her alabaster box and kissing his feet and wiping them with her hair. And at the same time, Simon is sitting there saying, Psh, you know, if, if this guy knew any better, he would know that she's a sinner. And Jesus was basically saying, you don't know, like the distance travel matters. This woman is going to be, I'm about to forgive her of her sin, but she's going to be forgiven of much. And if you've been through a lot, then, then you're going to be able to praise me on a level that people may not understand. People may not understand why you praise God the way you praise God. People, people may not understand me, like, like why I run as hard as I run and I do everything that I do. Why? Because I know what I've been through. I know where God has brought me from. And so you don't know what's going on in my life. You, you don't know my story. And so I am so thankful for what God has done for me that I can't help but do whatever God tells me to do. So what does this mean for you today? I have five things to share with you in this morning. Put in the chat, you don't know the cost of the oil, right? You, you just don't. You don't understand why people praise God the way that they praise God because you don't know what they've been through. So they may not look like what they've been through, but they've been through some stuff. All right, so here's number one. Recognizing the magnitude of God's deliverance. As a believer, you should take the time from time to time to think about and recognize the magnitude of what God has done for you. You should acknowledge the depth of your past. You should look back and be like, Lord, I thank you. Oh, glory. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't know. I, I think about it all the time. Like you should have some altars in your life. The reason why the, the nation of Israel established altars is so that they would not forget. Please don't forget. Put in the chat, say, I will not forget. I will not forget. There's a song that says, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me, right? Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. You know, I'm not, I, I'm never going to forget it. I'm never, see, when you realize, recognize, acknowledge what God has done for you, how he brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light, how he called you to this uh, tremendous work and purpose, how he covered you with the blood of Jesus and washed you white as snow, how he filled you with the Holy Ghost. Oh my God, come on, man. What, what has God done for you? 
God has done so many things for me. Listen, I can't help but give God praise. Many times I reflect on what God has done for me, done for Isabella. And as a result, we just praise God, man. I, I run as run as hard as I run because I'm living, I'm in debt to God. And, and I just, I can never repay it, but I just want to live my life in a way that honors his investment in my life. The greater the struggle that we've overcome, the greater the appreciation we will have for God's intervention and deliverance. And so you don't know why people praise God the way that they praise God because you don't know what they've been through. Every step of the way, every step, like, okay, I'll give you an example. I, I, you know, Isabella doesn't like when I, when I get personal with our own personal lives, but people don't understand. People don't understand why, um, why Isabella celebrates Christmas the way that she celebrates Christmas. Well, and they go, wow. They come to our house and they're, oh my God, this is like a winter, winter wonderland. You know what I'm saying? But you don't know what you've been through. You don't know if she never really had a Christmas growing up. Or, 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 or when we got when we got uh, married, and uh, I believe is well, how old was he? We were twenty seven or twenty eight when we got married, and we went to for that first birthday after we got married, and my family threw a birthday party for Isabella, and um, you know they're like ah Isabella, you know we walk through the door and there's a cake and all of that, and then Isabella started crying and we was like oh my God why are you crying? And she was like well I never had a birthday party before, I never had a birthday cake before. And my family was like, oh, snap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just never know, right? So you don't know. You see the glory, but you don't know the story. Like, you don't know what people have been through. So that why, that's why you shouldn't judge people's praise. You, you shouldn't judge people. Come on, man. You don't know what they've been through. And when you know what you've been through, you should give God the glory. When you know what you've been Listen, your past is not a badge of shame. This is why you should tell your story and not be ashamed of it. You should. Your badge... Your past is not a badge of shame. It is it is a banner of the goodness of God and the grace of God and letting people know this is where God has brought me from. Listen, your journey from your Egypt, the land of not enough, <laughs> to the wilderness, your, the land of just enough, to the promised land, the land of too much stuff, everybody goes through this journey. And your journey is your journey. Your story is your story. And you should tell your story everywhere you go. Don't be ashamed of your story. Put in the chat, I am not ashamed of my story. See, Simon the Pharisee had Jesus in his own house and he was acting like he didn't even need Jesus. And this woman was in his house giving him praise, doing what he should have been doing. Why? Because she had been through some stuff that he had not been through. And when, when you think that you all that, when the, you think that you don't need Jesus and you, you're going to you're gonna criticize people that worship God and praise God and run for God as hard as they run for God because you don't know the distance that they have traveled. Put in the chat, the distance traveled matters. It matters. So don't be ashamed of your story. Number two. Live a life of continuous praise. See, when you consider what God has done for you, this is why, like, it doesn't matter what I'm going through. I remember years ago, um, um, at the end of the year, it was today's word, and I, I was like, last message of the year, and I said, I said, um, hey, I just want to thank you as I close out the year, about to go on my Christmas break. I just want to thank you guys. This has been the hardest year of my life. This has been one of the hardest years of my life, but to God be the glory, we made it through, and I'm excited about, you know, the next year, blah, blah, blah. And my sister called me after today's word. She was like, what happened? I, I mean, we talk almost every day. I, I, I didn't know you was going through anything. <laughs> you ain't never going to know. Why? Because I'm not going to look like what I'm going through. Why? Because I live a life of praise. Every day. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. 
I'm going to give God praise. Hey, Brother Pena, how you doing? I'm blessed. Highly favored. Got it going on. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, I'm going to give God some praise. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I got it going on from the early morning to the break of dawn and on and on. And it don't stop. Why? Because that's my confession. I'm good. I'm blessed. No matter what I'm going through, I'm not going to allow what I'm going through to steal my praise. Put in the chat, I will not let it steal my praise. You got to recognize where you've been through, what you've been through, where you are. And maybe you're not where you where you want to be, but you ain't where you used to be. And so you got to give God praise. You should praise God as a daily practice of your worship and appreciation for him. And also know that praise is a weapon. Put in the chat, say praise is a weapon. And I love pre-performance praise because pre-performance praise is a reflection of your trust in God. I'm going to praise God in advance like it's already done, even though it hasn't happened yet. I'm going to praise God knowing that I believe it's, it's, it's only a matter of time. I'm going to meditate on the goodness of God while I'm in the land of the living. I'm going to give God praise. I'm going to get up every morning with a spring in my step, with a song in my heart, with a smile on my face, with the praise on my lips. And so it's not just about Praise is not just about singing songs. It is about honoring the investment that God has made in your life. Say amen to that. Put in the chat, I'm going to praise God every day. Put in the chat, I'm going to praise him every day in every way. Number three, the impact of a thankful heart. The woman with the alabaster box, she was humble. She was thankful. She was grateful. Simon the Pharisee was full of pride. She was worshiping, praising Jesus. He was criticizing Jesus. Think, think about that for a minute. This man had Jesus in his house, and he was criticizing Jesus. Now, which one of these two do you want to be like? Do you want to be like the woman with the alabaster box, or do you want to be like Simon the Pharisee? This is what religious people do. Don't be religious. Put in the chat, I have been delivered from religion. Put in the chat, I've been delivered from performance-based religion. Religious people think they're good. Religious people think other people are bad. Religious people have, have allowed the devil to confuse them and to trick them into thinking that they, that they are somehow self-righteous. No, a thankful heart, when you know that you are nothing without God, put in the chat, I am nothing without God. I am nothing without him. I'm not a motivational speaker. A motivational speaker would say, tap into the power of I, say I. A, a motivational speaker would say, I cantations. No, I don't have an I cantation. I say, I can do nothing without God. Now, without him, I can do nothing. But with him, I can do all things. Come on now. So a thankful heart keeps us grounded in humility. A thankful heart keeps us rooted in the blessing of the Lord. And, and we acknowledge that it is God who has done it and not we ourselves. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not a self-made man. I didn't pull myself up but my own bootstraps. No, no. It is God who has made me and not me myself. I'm thankful. I am grateful. I'm appreciative. I am humble. Gratitude is, is this attitude that I'm going to give God praise on a daily basis and gratitude will open the door to more blessings. At the end of the story, I didn't go that far in the passage. Jesus says to the woman, woman, your sins are forgiven you. Simon didn't get that. Why? Because he was full of pride. So, so listen, when you live your life with an attitude of gratitude, you will open the door to continuous blessings. Say amen to that. Put in the chat, I, I am walking in continuous blessings. I am walking in continuous favor. Number four, your life should be a testimony of God's transformation. You should have a, a transformed life. There's some people watching right now that knew me before I got born again. They can testify. Like one of the guys that, um, Stephen Dantzler, I don't think Stephen is watching right now, but he sent me some stuff. He was with me in Germany. 
when I was uh, <laughs> back back when I was 18 years old in Germany from 1990 to 1993, pretty Ricky, what they called him. That's what they used to call me. Oh, Lord have mercy. When I used to, and so when I was in the world, I was in the world for real, y'all. And so they knew me. I mean, people that knew me back then and then people that know me now, that's like, that's not the same person. Your life should should testify of the transforming power of Jesus Christ. The transformation that God has has effectuated in your life should be a testimony and a tool for evangelism. When people see me, especially the people that knew me back then, they see a transformed life. My brother-in-law, his sister just came and spent the Thanksgiving with us. Well, she knew me as a kid. And so she knew me then, she knows me now, and she was like, man, this dude is a different person. See, Isabella and I, we've come a, lo- a mighty long way and we're not ashamed of it. And, and, and our life should testify that we are different. Our life should testify of the goodness of God. Our, and we share our journey. We, we're, we're grateful. I'm not ashamed. This is why, this is why I know people don't, uh, sometimes my mom doesn't like it. Other people don't like it. And look, I, I, if I mentioned I was raised on welfare or we took food stamps. So I remember one time I said my wife was raised in abject poverty and some people in her family didn't like it. Okay, well, you may not like it, but what do you call it when when if if for breakfast you had hot water with sugar and for dinner you had butter with rice dude that's abject poverty I, I, you, you may not want to acknowledge it or recognize it but don't be ashamed of it give god praise for where god has brought you from like like we got to acknowledge the distance travel matters the reason why this woman was worshiping at jesus feet and she was so thankful because everybody in town knew she was a sinner and so you got to acknowledge where you came from don't be ashamed of your past put in the chat i am not ashamed of who i used to be no 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 i'm gonna tell my story and I, and my story will then ignite faith in the lives of other people when i tell people where i came from and when isabella tells people i remember um many times uh, you know in corporate america uh, in the the company I used to be at when I sometimes I would sit down with executives and we have dinner or you know when this uh, intimate moment and I get to share a little bit of my past and they go wow I didn't know that Rick I would never know that. I would have never thought or imagined that of you or Isabella tells her story and they see her today and you know the CEO traveling around all this stuff yeah but you see the glory you don't know the story sometimes people need to hear your story People need to know where God has brought you from. People need to know that the distance travel matters. God has brought me a mighty long way and I'm not ashamed of it. God has brought me a mighty long way and I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to tell my story everywhere I go. Say amen to that. Number five, as I close, last point, we're going to close out the week, go into the weekend with this point, honoring God's investment in us. We need to honor God's investment in us. See, when you appreciate all God has done for you, you can't help but live a life at least attempt to live a life that is worthy of that investment, worthy of God's grace, worthy of God's calling. Every decision, every action, every word, everything you do should be an expression of your gratitude towards God's investment in you. Put in the chat, God has invested far too much in me. God has invested in me. And so I'm going to live my life in appreciation of his investment. I'm going to, I'm going to run hard. I'm going to do everything God tells me to do. I'm going to go where he tells me to go. I'm going to do what he tells me to do. I'm going to say what he tells me to say when I get there. Why? Because I appreciate what God has done for me. I'm going to honor God. I'm going to treat others the way that he wants me to treat them. I'm going to reflect his grace and his goodness. I am a steward of his grace. I'm going to extend his grace wherever he tells me to extend it. Why? Because I've been forgiven and I am love and I'm God's beloved and I'm God's child and I'm God's favorite and I live by grace and I I am who I am by the grace of God. And when you live that way, listen, you are honoring the investment that God has made in you. And watch this, even when you know, let me talk to somebody that says, well, Brother Pena, I'm not, you know, 
I honor God's investment, but I'm struggling right now. Okay. Even when you know that you haven't arrived at where God has called you to, to arrive at yet, you still need to give God praise for it now, pre-performance pre praise, because at that point, you know that you are giving God praise. You're still honoring the investment that he's making in your life, and you're being faithful over small things so that God can give you charge over much. Remember when we did with the, the parable of the talents, there's some things that can't, God can't release unto you until you're ready to handle it. And so, so you want to be faithful over little so that God can give you charge over much. But even in the process, you got to give him praise. Even in the process, you should be thankful every day of your life. Put in the chat, my life is not my own. When you know that my life is not my own, uh, I tell my family in the Dominican Republic in Spanish, yo no vivo por mi cuenta. Yo no vivo por mi cuenta. Meaning that I, I'm not the, basically, I'm not the captain of my own ship. I'm not making my own decisions. I'm doing whatever God tells me to do, however God tells me to do it. The reason why Isabella and I do a lot of the things that we do when we have people that are close to us that think that we should be chilling at this point. Like, we, like, like you, you don't have to do all that. You can be doing less. And then what, when we pray about it, God wants us to do more. Why? And we'll do more if that's what God wants. And if he wants me to do less, I'll do less. But I just want to do whatever he wants me to do. Why? Because I'm thankful for what he's done for me. I'm so thankful and so appreciative of everything that God has done for me that I just want to do whatever he tells me to do. Now, there will come a point where I'm sure, you know, I mean, we, we do take, you know, uh, a lot of good trips and vacations and all that. I'm sure there'll come a point in my life where, where God will, you know, transition us to do other things. Hopefully there's a beach and some boats and jet skis in that future for us. I'm sure there will be. But in the process, I'm just going to do whatever God tells me to do, however God tells me to do it. And I'm living my life in appreciation for the investment. So in closing, let me just tell you this on this Friday as I let you go. The distance travel matters. If God has brought you a mighty long way, tell it. Don't be ashamed of your story. Don't be ashamed. You should, your, your story should testify of the goodness of God. It should draw all the people to him. Now, let me be clear about something. If you really live your life in appreciation for God and you start running hard for God, you will be misunderstood and you will be criticized because people criticize what they do not understand. And so the Pharisee was criticizing the woman and criticizing Jesus. They're going to be religious people that criticize you. People who are actually in church might criticize you, but don't allow their criticism to stop your praise. You're going to be like the woman in the text. You don't know the price of the oil in my alabaster box. So I'm just going to do whatever God, listen, I, I, I'm living my life in so much of an appreciation for what, what God has done. Another thing is I don't look like what I've been through. So when you look at me, you don't understand why I'm praising God the way that I'm praising God, because I don't look like what I've been through. Thankfully, I don't. But I've been through some stuff, man. And my life has to, I mean, it matters. What I've been through matters. What this lady went through, it mattered. It's like, like the woman at the well. She had five husbands, five divorces, and she was sleeping and shacking up with somebody else. And Jesus used her to be the first evangelist. <laughs> he revealed himself to her, and she went and she preached Jesus. And she preached with fervency and favor and passion and zeal. Why? Because she knew she was jacked up. So sometimes we got to just acknowledge what we've been, you know, what we've been through, what how good God has been to us, so that we can give him the praise. Put in the chat, I've come a mighty long way. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, 
I acknowledge the magnitude of your deliverance in my life. You have brought me from darkness into the marvelous light. And for that, I'm eternally thankful. I declare that I live a life of continuous praise. I recognize that every blessing is a gift from you. And I choose to praise you daily. Not just for the miraculous. I even praise you in the mundane. I thank you, Father, for giving me a thankful heart. My heart keeps me humble and constantly aware of your grace and mercy. I've come a mighty long way. <laughs> so I commit to being a beacon of hope and encouragement to others. My journey is a testament of your goodness. And I embrace the grace and the responsibility to reflect your goodness with an attitude of gratitude every day of my life. I am not ashamed of my past. I know where you brought me from and I'm gonna tell my story. I'm gonna tell it everywhere I go. Living with this mindset, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. If you're not getting my notes, why not sign up? You get my notes for free. Click on uh, the big red subscribe button at todaysword.org. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every, every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. All right. It's Friday. So let me say a couple of things. If you're not a partner with Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries, you probably should be. <laughs> if we're investing in your life, you want to partner with us, uh, you want to support the children that we have in the Dominican Republic, all the things that we're doing there, all the support, today's word, support everything, go to ripministries.org and make a donation. All your donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have any of my books, get it. They're on Audible too, two of them are on Audible. Go to rickpina.co and get that. And then if you haven't checked out Patreon, do that. We, we do a lot of content. Uh, to coach, teach, and mentor people, check out patreon.com forward slash Rick Pena. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat. If this message was a blessing to you, then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pena. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.